The views and opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, JVC Broadcasting Management, or its sponsors. This is Denise Nostrom, CEO and founder of Diversified Financial Solutions. Now more than ever, investment advice is needed. Not just where best to invest your money, but why. Are you investing for your future retirement? Are you retired and looking to maximize your income? Are you maximizing your income and concerned with leaving money for your loved ones? Are you investing for your retirement at the same time saving for your children's education and at the same time saving to buy another home? Are the markets in line with your goals? Are your goals ever changing? Please contact me at 631-758-8691. That's 631 631- one seven five eight eight six nine one, or visit us at diversifiedfinancial.biz. For over 25 years, I have been helping individuals, families, and business owners navigate through all market conditions with only one goal in mind, my clients. Visit me at diversifiedfinancial.biz or call Denise Nostrom, founder of Diversified Financial Solutions at 631-758-8691. That's 631-758-8691 for a conversation about my most important client, you. Hello and Happy New Year. This is the first show of 2023. It is amazing that uh, we're already rolling and uh, it's already been just about a week until we uh, got into uh, in this new year, which is amazing. But I hope you all had a great holiday season and hoping you all have a very healthy, happy, peaceful, and, because I'm the financial chick, prosperous new year. So we're going to talk a little bit about some exciting stuff uh, that's happening. You know, the good, the bad. Uh, there's not a lot of ugly, but uh, we'll kind of talk about all of it. So I want to thank you for tuning in today uh, to the Financial Chick Show. I am Denise Nostrom, the CEO and owner of Diversified Financial Solutions, a full-service independent financial planning firm located in Medford. I'm here live every Friday from 5.30 p.m. to 6 p.m. on 103.9 LI News Radio. Your Financial Chick is here to help you make better financial decisions and choices to improve your life and reduce your anxiety and stress about money. If you have any questions on anything we discuss here in the air, check out my website at financialchickshow.com or call my office at 631-758-8691. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Diversified Financial Solutions. So one thing too that we're going to institute for the new year, again, new year, new me, new you, it's, you know, it's a, it's a brand new start. Not that we like flipped a switch on, on New Year's Eve. Um, that to make it all better. I think I talked about that the day before, New Year's Eve Eve. Um, but, you know, we, we, we have to go in optimistic and positive and, uh, and hope that things are, are going to be good. So what we're going to institute for the new year is the last Friday of the month, we're going to open it up to you, the callers, to call in. So think of your questions and call in and talk to me, the financial chick, to get answers about all of your financial questions uh, or insurance or really, I mean, I don't want to say anything, because, but we can chat. I mean, it's all good. So that's going to be rolled out the last Friday of every month is going to be phone-in Friday. So I'm pretty excited about, uh, about that new endeavor that we're going to do. So where do I start otherwise? Well, what happened today? You know, uh, the market started off with a real roller coaster of a week so far in 2023. The good news is that we had a great day today and the stock market uh, is up for the year. Now, I know that doesn't, that's not really an exciting, super exciting thing because that's, it's only been less than a week, right? Um, it's still early, but you know what? It feels good uh, when I can share some positive news. So, we ask the question, you know, people say, well, why is it up? Why is it down? Why are, you know, why are things like that? So the reason it was up today is the job numbers. The job numbers came in better than expected. So what happens is the powers that be uh, put out 
estimates as to what things are going to be. And if they do better, people feel good. If they put out an estimate and it it goes below the estimate, people don't feel so good. So the job numbers, like I said, were better than expected. And this was for the month of December. So that's kind of, you know, it's not really a, a big shocker because the month of December, what happens? Well, a lot of the stores, a lot of the, the restaurants, you know, they know they're going to have a higher volume due to the holiday season shopping or, you know, people are just getting out there doing things. So they hire more people. And then unfortunately, January comes and what, they, what do they do? They kind of get rid of people that they don't need because the volume is not there. January and February tend to be sleeper months, especially in retail and that type of thing. So, you know, December, usually a good month. So what's another month that's usually good? If you had to think about this, I actually have an intern in my office right now and we had these conversations uh, today and um, she kind of knew, she didn't know the month, but she kind of had the idea. And the idea was, yes, June. June is another good month typically. And why is that? Because school is stopping um, you know, so kids are, are working a little bit more, maybe high school students and even more so college students, they're, they're uh, taking on jobs. So the job numbers tend to increase and do better at that point. So yeah, so bad numbers, we usually see January and then of course in September, and that's when everybody gets back to school and college and all of that. So these trends are, are good and they're our friend and we enjoy them, but you know, sometimes there is a deeper reason why. So we get excited because we want to feel good, but you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's good, but it's just not the end all be all. So I'm going to start off like where we were and where we, where we, where we were from 2020 through 2022. So I kind of, you know, I'm always like nostalgic with things. And uh, so I pulled up some numbers at year end to see what was going on. So we take a look at the various indexes or, or, or uh, indices that we compare our investments to. So we look at the S&P 500, the Dow Jones, NASDAQ, we have foreign or international stocks and emerging markets. Now in 2020, all of those indexes ended in the green or positively. S&P up 18, Dow Jones Dow Jones 9.7, NASDAQ 44.9. Um, now, if we relate that to 2021, which was also a really good year, we had the S&P up 28%, the Dow Jones up 20 the NASDAQ 22 So again, very positive. Things were good. And then, of course, 2022 came, and we just closed out 2022 on Friday. And the numbers look quite different. So for 12-30-2022, S&P off or down 18.3%, the Dow Jones down 7%, the NASDAQ down 329 uh, the Russell 2000, which was a new entry uh, this this past two years, uh, down 20.6. Those are the small companies. International stocks down 14 and emerging markets down 19. So a big change from 2020 to 2022. Uh, and like I said, 2021 being the, 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 the kind of the changing year was a good year, but we started to see when things change and then 2022 just kind of really uh, fell off the, 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 uh, the edge. So we also take a look at the various equity um, sectors in the S&P 500. So in 2020, we had information technology running up, you know, the top consumer discretionary. Again, things we don't really need, but we like to buy, whether it be designer handbags, uh, you know, hot tubs, pools, you know, things we really don't need, but we like to have. Uh, boats could be another one. Communication services, those rounded out the top three. We went to 2021, and then we saw a bit of a difference. So we had information technology, consumer discretionary, communication services, then we went to the best performers, energy, 2021, real estate and financials. 
big change there. I mean, we didn't see any of the names from 2020. Then we jumped to 2022, and the whole story there was energy continued to stay top of the heap, followed by utilities and consumer staples. So people are you know, moving away from the technology sectors, the exciting stuff, and moving more to the more... I don't want to say conservative, but more of the tried and true. You know, your your company's consumer staples. You know, your Procter and Gamble's, Clorox, etc. Um, what's very interesting is that the top three of 2020 are actually in 2022 were the bottom three. Communication services down 39.9 percent. Consumer discretionary down 37 percent last year, and information technology down 28.2. So you can see the change is crazy and. The roller coaster is apparent, but what's really, really interesting um, in, in looking at interpreting the numbers, let's take a look at the S&P 500. It ended or closed in 2020, December of 2020, at 3756. In 2021, it bounced up to 4766. And then in 2022, we just ended off at 3840. Now, why do I say this? Well, we were 3756. And then we closed up at 3840. So from 2020 to 2022, the Dow Jones, I mean, the S&P 500 actually was up. And if you would say that, if you're looking at your statements that are going to be coming in very soon, uh, you wouldn't believe that. But we, we had such a great year last year, we kind of gave back some of the return that we had. So this is what I tell people, look more for the long term. Um, if you go year by year, it's a roller coaster. If your goals are long-term, this stuff works and you want to stick with it. But throwing in some other things, let's take a look at some other, uh, the Fed Fund's target rate, which in, uh, indicates what interest rates are, was 0.25 in the end of 2020, was still 0.25 in 2021. Now, what looked different? 2022, the Fed Fund's target rate, 4.5%. Now, that, of course, is going to really, really change a lot of things, you know, when you're borrowing money or whatever it is that you need to do. Inflation, 1.6% at the end of 2020. 2021, 4.9%. And then in 2022, 6.6%. And that's only the core CPI. So that doesn't tell the whole story. So, you know, the bottom line is that, you know, it's going to be tough. You're going to be getting your statements. They're not going to look superb, but it doesn't mean that if you've been in the market for a while, that all is lost. So um, you're listening to The Financial Chick Show, and I am The Financial Chick. I'm here to help you navigate the financial waters uh, to make the right decisions, especially in this crazy, crazy market environment with inflation and recession and everything else that's on the docket. But we're going to talk a little bit about those things. And like I said, there's good and bad, um, but we, there's a lot of good that's come out of this. So I call them the green shoots. We have a lot of things that uh, we can take advantage of. So stick, stay, uh, stay around and uh, catch me after the break. Welcome back. This is Denise Snowstrom, The Financial Chick. My company is in Medford, and you can reach me at 631-758-8691 or visit my website at financialchickshow.com. I'm here to help you on your financial journey. Over the years, things change, and I'm here to help you navigate all those changes. So we are talking about uh, some strategies and, and, and looking back a little bit to look forward uh, the new year and see what is going on. I, you know, I see some good things here. Well, I don't know what just landed. I'm at the airport, and uh, people are milling around, which is nice to see. 
Uh, I don't know if it's Frontier or Southwest, but hopefully Southwest has got their uh, acts together. I think they're doing a little bit better. So uh, that's a good thing. But um, before the break, we were talking about uh, what's going on. I mean, the biggest concerns that people have right now is obviously uh, inflation, uh, the uh, possibility of a recession, uh, you know, and, and all these things are prevalent. But then we today we got the uh, the employment numbers and they come out came out really well. And people there was more people uh, getting jobs in, in the month of December, which we talked a little bit about. But, you know, it's it's good news. And the market definitely liked it a lot. It was up over two percent, uh, the Dow Jones and o- over 700 points. So uh, pretty good start to the year. Again, it's not the end all be all. It doesn't mean that that's what's going to happen the entire year. But it's still good to kind of see something positive early in the year. So, you know, inflation obviously is still an issue. Um, inflation this past year has exceeded 7.5%. Um, although it started to slow, you know, in, in, in the recent months, I mean, it was close to 9 or 10% at some point during 2022. Um, you know, and there's many factors that contributed to it, you know, supply chain issues, you know, to the war in Ukraine. Um, they've definitely helped to uh, spur inflation. And of course, you know, the high cost of energy has definitely been an issue. And it's just, it's been crazy. So the Federal Reserve thinks that the best way to combat this inflation is to um, to raise rates. And that's what they've been doing. And, you know, we'll see. I mean, hopefully they're going to be letting... Uh, Laying off the, the gas pedal a little bit just to see how it's going to go into the into the system, because like we talked about, we went from a 0.25 Fed funds target rate up to 4.5. So what does that mean to you? Well, I happen to be at the bank this week, and uh, never really go to the bank. I usually do everything you know via the, the internet and put my my uh, checks in and all of that kind of stuff. But I had to do some business at the bank, so it was very interesting to see some numbers. And this is the enormity of the interest rate increases and how it's going to affect you and I uh, every day and in the future. So this, the first thing was kind of harrowing. They had something that said uh, a holiday loan. You can take a holiday loan, meaning that you spent way too much more money um, that you don't didn't have. Uh, although it's probably better than the credit card rates that you have. The, you know, they're anywhere upwards of 15 to 20%. But there was a holiday loan for 6.84%. So when you think about that, you know, we're, they're still giving us about 0.1 on our savings account, but we have to pay them 6.84% to borrow, you know, to borrow money to help ourselves. So it's too late. We can't look in the rearview mirror, obviously, if you spend too much, but that's something that you really want to take care of is paying off that debt. One thing I thought was very interesting, too, so CDs are all the craze now, but it was very interesting. Now, I don't know if I'd put this sign up, but the CD for 16 months was four and a quarter. Not too bad, right? I mean, because compared to what we had, it's awesome. But the same rate, 4.25, was for a 60-month CD, which is five years. So you have 16 months, a little over a year, versus a 60-month. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess there's there's positives for, for either one, but I just thought that was very interesting, and it kind of hit me, and I just thought it was wild. So home equity lines of credit. I mean, many people were taking them when the, when the interest rates were low. Um, I know I had a, a special rate when I took ours. It was like 1.5%. Right now, the introductory rate is 5.75. And then after that introductory rate, which is typically like 18 months, it's a 7.5% rate. So we're talking big numbers here. And, um, you know, you just want to really watch your debt and make sure you're not spending more then you need to, you know, especially with inflation raging and everything costing more, heads of lettuce, $6, you know, it's just insane. 
So we do have some good news. Um, you know, it's kind of like you, you, you take a look at things. And, and I, when I went to college, I was in a co-ed fraternity. And uh, we, we'd say in, in the business that um, I can't say the word on, on the air, but um, it's basically F them before they F you, which is really like, you know, you don't want to do this in a bad way. But I'm talking to this from a standpoint of a financial advisor and helping you with regard to your taxes and saving and doing the best things. So there's stuff in the tax laws or there's different things that the government allows you to do. And if you don't know about it, you're missing out. So I'm going to show you a few things that you don't want to miss out this year. So one of the things is that uh, new IRS tax brackets are taking effect this year in 2023, means that your paycheck could be that much bigger. So what they did was the um, the standard deductions a little bit higher, but they also have higher income tax limits. So which means whatever tax bracket that you were last year, when you get your paycheck, you're going to actually see a little bit more money in your paycheck because they've shifted the numbers. And the reason they did that, not because they're nice and they want to be nice to us, is because inflation's so high and they know things are tough. So this is a way that in that $1.7 trillion bill that was uh, passed, that they were able to um, kind of give back, I guess. It's really not giving back, but you know, it, at least it helps. And again, you want to take the things that, you know, are coming to us and obviously that are legal and things that we can do. So that was one really big deal that that came through uh, this week. Another thing that came through, which I, I thought was really amazing, uh, and this is not a good effect all of you, but 529 plans. So some of you have it, you save it for your, you save money for your kids. Some of you blow through it really quickly because you didn't put enough money in uh, and college is super, super expensive. But some of you have this fact or some of you don't start a 529 for your kids for college education because you feel that what if they don't go to college? What if I don't use it? Or what if I save too much? And I actually just ran into, I have a client this week that has this situation that, um, you know, the, the kids fortunately got scholarships and, and they did save a lot and they're probably going to have some money left over. So one of the nice little things that came out of this $1.7 trillion bill is that if you have money left over into in your 529, you can take that money up to 35000 and you can roll it into a Roth IRA for the beneficiary. This is a huge deal uh, because, again, you know, if you, you know, it's like if you don't use it, you lose it. Here, that's not the case anymore. And it's a really good strategy. Again, it's a new strategy. If you have questions, call my office, um, go to my website, come in for a complimentary consultation. But this is going to be a really, really big deal. You can actually put money away for your college education for your kid or kids, and you can save this money tax free. And if, in fact, you don't use it all, you can actually, up to 35000 put it into a, a retirement account. And there's a way that you can change beneficiaries. Like I said, I can be very creative, uh, legally, of course, um, but you know, creative to kind of help you navigate these new tax laws and new things to really make it beneficial for you. So uh, talk to me about that. Um, that's, that's a really big deal. Uh, one thing that also changed, and again, it's not going to affect all of you, but some of you, is that uh, they have changed, the government has changed the RMD age. Now, if you recall, prior to 2020, it was 70 and a half, that good old magical 70 and a half. They got a little smart and they did change it and they made it 72, which was a nice even number. Um, but now they change it again. So starting January 1, uh, you do not have to take RMDs now until you're age 73. So if you're 72 this year, you can forego and you can wait another year before you have to start taking that money out and be taxed on it. So, I mean, it's a bright side because, you know, like if you don't need to take the money out, 
because you you know you adequately have enough money um it's it's a bonus like you can kind of push it ahead um if you are taking the money because you don't have a pension and stuff like that it really probably will not affect you because you might take it a little bit earlier um, but it's a really, again, it, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good thing. Um, and one of the things while we're talking about RMDs, because the market was pretty tough last year and the market didn't do so well, your RMDs compared to what you were taking in 2022 are probably going to be a bit less. So just be cautious of that and, you know, speak to myself or your advisor. Um, if you need that money to live on, you may want to uh, adjust it if you're doing automatic RMD payments. So, so there's a lot going on. Like I said, there's you know there are some green shoots that that are coming up. Um, you know we're, we're hearing all the negative stuff, but I'm here to tell you that there are some positive things. So give the office a call, find out what's pertinent to you and what you could take advantage of. And um, you know it's just um, you know basically I guess f them before they f you. No, that's a terrible thing to say, but um, again, you know what I'm saying. So I just want to thank you for tuning in today. You were listening to the Financial Chick Show, and I want to. Um, Thank Anthony, my engineer, and uh, my uh, program manager, David Levenstein. Thank you, guys. And um, I just want to uh, say that I'm excited. I'm excited for 2023. Uh, we had a quite a year in 2022. So uh, I'm ready for some good stuff. So let's do this. Let's all do better and be better. And I'll see you next Friday. Advisory services offered through Blackridge Asset Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities are offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Blackridge Asset Management and Diversified Financial Solutions are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services.